Deborah Blundry. This is I Hate My Boss, Workplace Drama, Comedic Relief. I'm Liz Dolan. And I'm Larry Seal. And it's almost the end of the work week, which means it's time for more of our After Hours conversation. And our first question comes from Gemini Lass on Twitter, who says, hey, I enjoy the show. How do you deal with the employee or coworker or boss that has unique um, gross habits, like spitting, et cetera? Oh, wow. Okay, Larry. <laughs> thank Liz, thank you. Well, look, I, I, what is unique to one person, right? I mean, there's a lot of unique habits people have, and mm. sometimes they're unaware of them, right? Some people clear their throats. Some people sniff or snort. First thing you got to do is say, look, is this something that really, truly bothers you? Especially in open workplaces today, you can see 50, 60, 70 people all at one time. Right. And what folks end up doing is putting on headphones and kind of isolating themselves because they're trying to focus. So I think it's real. I think you also have to be really cognizant of the fact that not everybody does things the same way you do. Now, spitting... You know. Spitting seems over the line, though, Gemini Lass. I'm with you. I really do. Like, Larry's trying to find an excuse for this guy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I hope you have an HR department. Because what I would recommend against is going to the person yourself and saying, you have gross habits. I need you to stop spitting. I think this is where hopefully there's some supervision in the company that can enforce just basic hygiene standards which shouldn't be your job to do. Well, you so. know, Liz, when you say hygiene, I mean, this is a common one, right? I've heard this for years. People will say, hey, the person who works next to me has really different bathing habits than I do, mm -hmm. and it's gross to me. And yet maybe they're from another country where their standards are different. So who's right and who's wrong? I mean, there's, there's yeah. sensitive stuff here. I remember when Jake and Amir were on with us a couple of episodes, they mentioned exactly that problem. Apparently a lot of people write to them about that. Yeah, I think you need somebody in authority to have a thoughtful conversation with this person and see if it can be addressed. C correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think you have nothing to gain by weighing in yourself, if you can possibly avoid it. I mean, you, you know me. My, my default is... Go be talk a, to them. I know. That's why I'm trying it. to stop her from doing that. Yeah, but I also think there have to be standards for every place you work, and every company has a different culture. And and I think you're right. At some point, you have to say, look, to your boss, right? Mm -hmm. This is bothering me. Is it bothering anybody else? Because if it is, I think I need you to weigh in and deal with this. Yeah. And that's then part of the boss's Because the go-to move is often the anonymous note, and I'm against that. I think that is really the cruelest thing you can do. If you think back to the episode, right? Chuck, the mouth breather. Episode seven. Right, in episode seven, exactly. Chuck's got a mouth breathing issue, which bothers other people. And yet he may not know. He might have a breathing difficulty. He might have an iron lung. You don't know. Am I being Pollyanna, Liz? <laughs> I just think there's a difference between mouth breathing and things that are actually unsanitary for other people. And I would, I would differentiate between those two things. There are quirks, and then there's unsanitary. I think yeah. that's a safe line to draw. Yeah. Spitting is <laughs> always over my line. <laughs> to help us out with this next question, we're joined by Sarah Rob O'Hagan, CEO of Flywheel Sports and author of Extreme U. You can catch my full interview with Sarah in Episode 7. Okay, Sarah, this one was sent to our email, which is I hate my boss at wondery.com. It came from Anonymous, who wrote, I love my work, love my clients, love my colleagues, but dislike my boss. He's a young manager, 
the sort who feels he needs to rip down everyone around him to show that he's earned his role or that he's the real boss. I see and feel the effects. People, including me, are less likely to present solutions and are less likely to want to include him in projects because he tends to take over and thinks that his way is the only good way forward. I think he could benefit from some upward feedback. But is there a way to provide this feedback without incurring his wrath? I'd like to let him know that there are better ways to give input and feedback. He does have a good eye on business development, but I think he could be much stronger if he let his employees bring their viewpoints and suggestions to the table without fear that they are going to be ridiculed. So what would you suggest to Anonymous, Sarah? Wow. That's a tough one, right? (laughs) We've all seen that situation. First of all, I truly believe that, you know, the the quote-unquote bullying boss, like bullies in general, always come from a place of their own fear. And I think you have to start by kind of framing that in your head. And I also think, because I have seen this play out in plenty of workplaces, that in order to be able to give that feedback, and you should give that feedback, you first need to develop a trust relationship with that boss. And that includes getting them out of the office having lunch, being social, getting to know them on a more trusting, friendly level so that when you actually come to say, hey, I need you to know this, that people are you know, not responding well to this style thing, then they're more likely to be receptive because they've built a trusting relationship with you. It's really common to overcompensate. The boss probably sees this as a collegial bonding thing, that this is good, this we're all going to like tear each other down and build each other back up. And obviously he has to learn that's not really the way you're going to build the trusting relationship. I mean, exactly what you're suggesting our letter writer do, he also needs to learn how to do that. And I'd also say I've experienced this from the perspective of being the overcompensating young boss. I can remember a real turning point one time where after a big meeting where like a bunch of people had to present stuff to me, somebody came to me and said, and they said it in the nicest possible way, well, there are a few ideas that are really good ones that we never got around to presenting today. So I'm wondering if maybe we could talk about this some more. And I realized it was their super thoughtful way of just saying, You hijacked the whole damn meeting. We never got a chance to say what we wanted to say. All of a sudden, it's all about you. You had one idea, and then the whole meeting ran off to talk about your idea. And it it was a very thoughtful, careful way of posing it to me, and it really had a big impact. Mm. I love that because the most important thing that happened in both cases is they said it. You know, I think so often the affected party is just getting more and more upset but not actually just letting that boss know. And don't be fearful of saying it. And you know why I think it worked for me? It's not just that they said it, but that instead of focusing on you were really annoying in that meeting today or could I give you some (laughs) coaching advice, somehow because they focused on the actual work result, it made it easier for me to hear. Definitely. It's like we can be better than this. Do you want to hear some more ideas? That was interesting to me. And it was only in reflection afterwards that I realized, oh, I did not let them present their best ideas. That's what I should be hearing here, not just can we have another meeting about this topic. Right. (laughs) So good luck with your boss. I think most people grow out of being an overcompensating boss. Or if they don't, some people just decide that maybe they're not cut out to be the boss. 
Yeah, right. Or there's that option, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, well, thanks for coming back on I Hate My Boss, Sarah, with a little bit more of your perspective. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Do you have your own ideas about how to give feedback? Send us your ideas or ask us a question on Twitter or Facebook. We're at I Hate My Boss Show. And our phone number is 424-224-5711. If you're listening on a smartphone, just tap the cover art to see the episode notes and you'll find a link to call us right there. We're in competition with other podcasts to see who can get more five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you like what you've heard, please leave us one. Thanks for listening. And please tell your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or their favorite listening app. And don't miss our next episode on Monday. Remember, workplaces can feel crazy. But you don't have to.